0: Day 148 of 365, The Bible Challenge with Abby Joy Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10 to 19 Pride leads to conflict Those who take advice are wise Wealth from rich-get-quick schemes quickly disappears Wealth from hard work grows over time Hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is a tree of life. People who despise advice are asking for trouble. Those who respect a command will succeed. The instruction of the wise is like a life-giving fountain. Those who accept it avoid the snares of death. A person with good sense is respected. A treacherous person is headed for destruction wise people think before they act fools don't and even brag about their foolishness an unreliable messenger stumbles into trouble but a reliable messenger brings healing if you ignore criticism you will end in poverty and disgrace if you accept correction you will be honoured it is pleasant to see dreams come true but fools refuse to turn from evil to attain them John chapter 18 verse 1 to 24 After saying these things Jesus crossed the Kidron Valley with his disciples and entered a grove of olive trees Judas the betrayer knew this place because Jesus had often gone there with his disciples The leading priests and Pharisees had given Judas a contingent of Roman soldiers and temple guard to accompany him. Now with blazing torches, lanterns and weapons, they arrived at the olive grove. Jesus fully realised all that was going to happen to him, so he stepped forward to meet them. Who are you looking for, he said. Jesus the Nazarene, they replied. I am he, Jesus said. Judas who betrayed him was standing there with them. As Jesus said, I am he, they all drew back and fell to the ground. Once more he asked them, who are you looking for? And again they replied, Jesus the Nazarene. I told you that I am he, Jesus said, and since I am the one you want, let these others go. He did this to fulfil his own statement. I did not lose a single one of those you had given me. Then Simon Peter drew a sword and slashed off the right ear of Malchus, the high priest's slave. But Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword back into its sheath. Shall I not drink from the cup of suffering the Father has given me? So the soldiers, their commanding officer, and the temple guards arrested Jesus and tied him up. First they took him to Annas, since he was father-in-law of Caiaphas, the high priest at the time. Caiaphas was the one who had told the other Jewish leaders, It is better that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, as did another of the disciples. That other disciple was acquainted with the high priest, so he was allowed to enter the high priest's courtyard with Jesus. Peter had to stay outside the gate. Then the disciple who knew the high priest spoke to the woman watching at the gate, and she let Peter in. The woman asked Peter, "'You're not one of that man's disciples, are you?' "'No,' he said, "'I'm not.' Because it was cold, the household servants and guards had made a charcoal fire. They stood around it warming themselves, and Peter stood with them warming himself. Inside, the high priest began asking Jesus about his followers and what he had been teaching them. Jesus replied, Everyone knows what I teach. I have preached regularly in the synagogues and the temple, where the people gather together. I have not spoken in secret. Why are you asking me this question? Ask those who heard me, they know what I said. Then, one of the temple guards standing nearby slapped Jesus across the face. Is that the way to answer the high priest, he demanded. Jesus replied, If I said anything wrong, you must prove it. But if I am speaking the truth, why are you beating me? Then Annas bound Jesus and sent him to Caiaphas, the high priest. Meanwhile, too far ahead again. Okay. 1 Samuel. 1 Samuel chapter 21, verse 1 to chapter 23, verse 29. David went to the town of Nob to see Ahimelech, the priest. Ahimelech trembled when he saw him. ''Why are you alone?'' he asked. ''Why is no one with you?'' ''The king has sent me on a private matter,'' David said. ''He told me not to tell anyone why I am here. I have told my men where to meet me later. Now, what is there to eat? Give me five loaves of bread, or anything else you have?'' ''We don't have any regular bread,'' the priest said. ''But there is holy bread, which you can have if your young men have not slept with any woman recently.'' "'Don't worry,' David replied. "'I've never allowed my men to be with women when we are on campaign, "'and since they stay clean, even on ordinary trips, "'how much more on this one?' "'Since there was no other food available, "'the priest gave him the holy bread, "'the bread of the presence that was placed before the Lord in the tabernacle. "'It had just been replaced that day with fresh bread. "'Now Doeg the Edomite, Saul's chief herdsman, was there that day,' having been detained before the Lord. David asked Ahimelech, Do you have a spear or sword? The king's business was so urgent that I didn't even have time to grab a weapon. I only have the sword of Goliath the Philistine, whom you killed in the valley of Elah, the priest replied. It is wrapped in a cloth behind the ephod. Take that if you want it, for there is nothing else here. There is nothing like it, David replied. Give it to me. So David escaped from Saul and went to King Achish of Gath. But the officers of Achish were unhappy about his being there. Isn't this David the king of the land? they asked. Isn't he the one the people honour with dances and singing? Saul has killed his thousands and David his ten thousands. David heard these comments and was very afraid of what King Achish of Gath might do to him. So he pretended to be insane, scratching on doors and drooling down his beard. Finally, King Akish said to his men, Must you bring me a madman? We already have enough of them around here. Why should I let someone like this be my guest? So David left Gath and escaped to the cave of Adullam. Soon his brothers and all his other relatives joined him there. Then others began coming, men who were in trouble or in debt, or who came who were just discontented, until David was the captain of about four hundred men. Later, David went to Mizpah in Moab, where he asked the king, Please allow my father and mother to live here with you until I know what God is going to do for me. So David's parents stayed in Moab with the king during the entire time David was living in his stronghold. One day, the prophet of Gad told David, Leave the stronghold and return to the land of Judah. So David went to the forest of Hereth. The news of his arrival in Judah soon reached Saul. At the time, the king was sitting beneath the taramisk tree on the hill at Gibeah, holding his spear and surrounded by his officers. Listen here, you men of Benjamin, Saul shouted to his officers when they heard the news. Has the son of Jesse promised every one of you fields and vineyards? Has he promised to make you all generals and captains in his army? Is that why you have conspired against me? For not one of you told me when my own son made a solemn pact with the son of Jesse. You're not even sorry for me. Think of it, my own son, encouraging him to kill me, as he's trying to do this very day. Then Doeg the Edomite, who was standing there with Saul's men, spoke up. When I was at Nob, he said, I saw the son of Jesse talking to the priest, Ahimelech, son of Ahitub. Ahimelech consulted the Lord for him. Then he gave him the food... "'And and the sword of Goliath the Philistine?' "'King Saul immediately sent for Ahimelech and all his family, "'who served as priests at Nob. "'When they arrived, Saul shouted at them, "'Listen to me, you son of Ahitub!' "'What is it, my king?' Ahimelech asked. "'Why have you and the son of Jesse conspired against me?' "'Saul demanded. "'Why did you give him food and a sword?' Why have you consulted God for him? Why have you encouraged him to kill me, as he is trying to do this very day? But sir, Ahimelech replied, is any one among all your servants as faithful as David, your son-in-law? Why, he is the captain of your bodyguard, and a highly honoured member of your household. This was certainly not the first time I had consulted God for him. May the king not accuse me and my family in this matter, for I knew nothing at all of any plot against you. You will surely die, Ahimelech. Along with your entire family, the king shouted. And he ordered his bodyguards, Kill these priests of the Lord, for they are allies and conspirators with David. They knew that he was running away from me, but they didn't tell me. But Saul's men refused to kill the Lord's priests. Then the king said to Doeg, You do it. So Doeg the Edomite turned on them and killed them that day. Eighty-five priests in all, still wearing their priestly garments. Then he went to Nob, the town of the priests, and killed the priests' families, men and women, children and babies, and all the cattle, donkeys, sheep, and goats. Only Abiathar, one of the sons of Ahimelech, escaped and fled to David. When he told David that Saul had killed the priests of the Lord, Saul exclaimed, I mean, David exclaimed, I knew it! When I saw Doeg the Edomite there that day, I knew he was sure to tell Saul. Now I have caused the death of all your father's family. Stay here with me and don't be afraid. I will protect you with my own life for the same person wants to kill us both. One day news came to David that the Philistines were at Kela stealing grain from the threshing floors. David asked the Lord, should I go and attack them? Yes, go and save Kelia, the Lord told him. But the Lord's men, but David's men, said, "We're afraid even here in Judah. We certainly won't, won't want, don't want to go to Keilah to fight the whole Philistine army." So David asked the Lord again and again. The Lord replied, "Go down to Keilah, for I will help you conquer the Philistines." So David and his men went to Keilah. They slaughtered the Philistines and took all their livestock and rescued the people of Keilah. Now, when Abiathar, son of Ahim- Ahimelech, fled to David at Keilah, he brought the ephod with him. Saul soon learned that David was at Keilah. Good, he exclaimed, we've got him now. God has handed him over to me, for he has trapped himself in a walled town. So Saul mobilised his entire army to march to Keilah and besiege David and his men. But David learned of Saul's plan and told Abiathar, the priest, to bring the ephod and ask the Lord what he should do. Then David prayed, O Lord, God of Israel, I have heard that Saul is planning to come and destroy Keilah, because I am here. Will the leaders of Keilah betray me to him? And will Saul actually come, as I have heard? O Lord, God of Israel, please tell me. And the Lord said, He will come. Again David asked, Will the leaders of Keilah betray me and my men to Saul? And the Lord replied, Yes, they will betray you. So David and his men, about six hundred of them now, left Keilah and began roaming the countryside. Word soon reached Saul that David had escaped, so he didn't go to Keilah after all. David now stayed in the strongholds of the wilderness and in the hill country of Ziph. Saul hunted him day after day, but God didn't let Saul find him. One day, near Horesh, David received the news that Saul was on the way to Ziph to search for him and kill him. Jonathan went to find David and encouraged him to stay strong in his faith in God. Don't be afraid, Jonathan reassured him. My father will never find you. You are going to be the king of Israel and I will be next to you. As my father, Saul, is well aware. So the two of them renewed their solemn pact before the Lord. Then Jonathan returned home while David stayed at Horesh. But now the men of Ziph went to Saul in Gibeah and betrayed David to him. We know where David is hiding, they said. He's in the strongholds of Horesh in the hill of Hakila, which is in the southern part of Jeshimon. Come now, whenever you're ready, O king, and we will catch him and hand him over to you. The Lord bless you, Saul said. At last, someone is concerned about me. Go and check again to be sure of where he is staying and who has seen him there, for I know that he is very crafty. Discover his hiding places and come back when you are sure. Then I will go with you, and if he is in the area at all, I will track him down even if I have to search every hiding place in Judah. So the men of Ziph returned home ahead of Saul. Meanwhile, David and his men had moved into the wilderness of Maon, in the Arabah Valley, son of Jeshimon. When David heard that Saul and his men were searching for him, He went even farther into the wilderness, to the great rock, and he remained there in the wilderness of Maon. But Saul kept after him in the wilderness. Saul and David were now on opposite sides of a mountain. Just as Saul and his men began to close in on David and his men, an urgent message reached Saul that the Philistines were raiding Israel again. So Saul quit chasing David and returned to fight the Philistines. Ever since that time, the place where David was camped has been called the Rock of Escape. David then went to live in the strongholds of N-Jedi.